0: to fifth draw wild everybody i'm your host matt and this month i'm joined by returning guest shannon manor hi shannon
1: hi thanks for having me back
0: hey it's been a little bit i had to get you back on eventually (laughs) and we're also joined by new guest portia portia welcome to the show Woo! hello (laughs) nice to be here Uh, we're delighted to have you and this is now am i right that this is the first podcast you've been on yes you have popped my cherry yeah oh <laughs> honored welcome to the club this is a great fun place to to be portia Thanks. what are we talking about this month harry potter oh yes the books yes just doing the books this month uh leaves the, listen, there's plenty to talk about in these books <laughs> and at least the door open for the movies later oh yeah so let's let's start real quick. Um, we're gonna work around and uh, Portia, tell me about your history with the Harry Potter books.
2: Um, well, it's very recent. Um, well, I started because I grew up in a really r- religious household, and um, I didn't get to read them when I was like informative years. So I just decided this year, basically last year, because I turned thirty, I was like, I'm gonna read these books. So think the last one i read i read the last book right before my birthday so whatever coming back seven months that's when i started and i started this little hashtag to like uh track my progress 30 year old um hp virgin so i was just basically just like listening to the audiobooks and um <laughs> retweeting like my reactions to all the stuff that was going on so it was pretty fun it's probably different from you know people that read it at like 12 or 13 or 14 so i probably have like a Completely different, like, uh, perspective on stuff, but really good books, actually. I was uh, surprised <laughs> by how much I liked them, because I thought they were going to be, like, for babies or whatever, but pretty good.
0: Yeah, they're they're a, they're a surprisingly good. I think it's something I have definitely heard a lot. Yeah. And your reaction <laughs> tweets were uh, priceless. <laughs> Thank you. Especially, like, when you got to some <laughs> of the points where it's just like, yeah, Ron is dumb. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Because seriously, why? <laughs> so much of that book is why? So much of that series. I was like.
0: Yeah, we're going to cover a lot of that because there are there are questions. <laughs> uh, Shannon, mm-hmm. what's your history with Harry Potter?
1: Uh, the exact opposite. I read them when they came out. So I was like 10 with the first one. So I got to grow up with them. And it's a very different experience <laughs> when you read them like as they come out. Because then you get to grow up with them and the books kind of escalate. Mm-hmm. Like, with maturity, which is kind of cool. So, like, when uh, you're ten and you're reading the first book, like, it's four ten-year-olds, and the second book, like, you're a year older, and so is Harry.
0: This is, uh, I've hit the jackpot here <laughs> on the on the experience <laughs> side of things. This is great. Uh, I was not the right age bracket, but I also read them, like, I read, like, the first four in a heap, and then read them as they came out. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember going to getting Deathly Hallows the day it came out, and just sitting at home that Saturday and just ate the whole thing. <laughs> Mm -hmm. in a day and she's like yep
2: that was great right, yeah that's how I am with books too
1: (laughs) me and David were already dating when Deathly Hollows came Mm. out so I went and got the book and he came with me and he's like you Portia you just read it recently (laughs) so when the book came out he had no idea what it was and I was like look I'm gonna get this book and I'm gonna disappear for like two days don't panic (laughs) I'm just gonna be reading it because I don't want to talk to anyone until I'm done and he's just like okay whatever (laughs) and then he tried to contact me over those two days and was like where the hell is my girlfriend (laughs) (laughs) And then, like, I came out of a cave two days later, and I was like, I told you, I had to finish it.
2: That's how I am with books, too. If I'm, like, really addicted to a book, I have to, like, sit there and read it the whole day. I'm like, what's wrong with you? I'm like, it's a good book, I have to finish it, what are you talking about? That's funny.
0: Well, I'm the child of a librarian, so oh, for God. me, that's the only way to consume a book, It's just, I have to do it. I have to do the thing, leave me alone. <laughs>
1: Uh, I was just, spoilers were a big thing when the books came out, so <sighs> I was just like, I'm just gonna, like, after, I think, the fifth book, and I was like, alright, a big thing happened in this book, six and seven I'm gonna read in one sitting and not talk to anyone until I'm done.
0: <clears throat> oh, cause some jerks properly tried to ruin seven uh or six, six actually yeah yeah i
1: remember when i finished six i went on the internet and immediately saw that video and i was just like oh i'm glad i did my thing where i went in a cave and didn't come out till i was done wow
2: that's so funny because i just like always had like approximate knowledge of a harry potter so that never was like a problem for me like i didn't have to worry about that <laughs> i was just kind of new like stuff like from being around the internet so i was like you know i pretty much knew all the big beats and stuff like that so it was kind of different for me
0: <laughs> let's start off talking about these books we're gonna start way at the beginning and uh you know the easy question is why the dursley's so bad but that's not where we're going uh we're gonna start off with the first person who shows up in these books why dumbledore so bad
1: <laughs> dumbledore is kind of a shitty person yeah. but he gets better no does
2: it was kind of, like, the opposite for me. Like, I started off, like, yeah, Dumbledore is everything. Towards the end, I'm like, wow, he's really trash. <laughs> That's it went the opposite way for me.
1: I remember kind of being okay with Dumbledore. Where I was like, he's just here. That's cool. And then, like, I was bummed when, like, you know, later stuff yeah. happened in the books. And, then, like, all the reveals happened. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh, brah. Yeah, really? But I guess, like, you were nice to Harry, so I could kind of st- still see why Harry, like, looks up to him. But at the same time, like... You have to realize you have a problematic fave, dude. Pretty
2: much, he's very
0: problematic. Yeah, that's um, <laughs> very, very. This problematic. is, I guess, I, I guess, as a, as like a footnote for anyone listening. Oh, I think it's pretty safe to assume we all at least enjoy this series. So we're coming at this bashing from a place of love, <laughs> and if you can't critique the things you love, uh, maybe take a look at yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, so
1: I love bullying things. I love it. It's my favorite.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, look, you do go for villains just straight out the gate. Yeah. We know your brand. Um, <laughs> so speaking of, did anyone else really wish Rawling had given us more, like, had given us an actual scene between Dumbledore and Grindelwald? Like, some actual interaction that wasn't just, like, from a badly written book inside a book?
1: Uh, I don't know. I actually kind of like when things are a mystery and I I really like that you don't actually know the full truth so you kind of have to take it at what Harry gets which is, I don't know. Yeah. Since the book's from his point of view, it kind of makes sense to, that you get like broken knowledge that like a 17 year old has of someone in his life.
2: Yeah, And you know, fanfic so that's good. I always like when the authors <laughs> uh, leave stuff open <laughs> for interpretation. That's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> It's cause. a
1: shame we're not going to get a movie about it. <laughs> oh, God,
2: wow! Yeah, I barely know about it, but I know enough to know that I should be pissed about
0: that. So <laughs>
2: stupid, <laughs> very stupid.
0: Yeah, this is this is part of why we're not covering the movies because that's a whole different mess of bananas. Um, so let's see, we we got Dumbledore, we McGonagall, who is the best.
1: Oh yeah, McGonagall's cool. She is. I love, her. I love McGonagall.
0: I don't, Portia, I don't know how much into fan theories you ever get with these things, um, but here's here's one I want to kind of toss out. Uh, there was a thing that was circulating a while back that was like, oh, all these crazy fan theories about your favorite uh, stories or properties, and some of them were just dumb, and this one was actually kind of interesting. It was that the Dursleys were so horrible to Harry because like, the Horcrux side of him was corrupting them. Kind of like oh, yeah, what I've it does that. to Ron and Hermione. How does, uh, nah. how does that hit you? <laughs> no. <Nah. laughs> <laughs> Maybe a little bit. What do you think? I don't know. It's a it's an interesting fan I theory, guess. at the very least. I mean, plausible, but man, they just really seem like bad people. Kind of. Pretty much. That's my take. <laughs> <laughs>
2: trash is trash
1: i like that but i feel like they're also still kind of bad people even without right
2: that. <laughs> might have just amplified yeah. it but i think they were just always kind of just bad to begin with cool theory though okay
0: so uh <laughs> shannon talk to me mm-hmm. about something you love out of these books
1: oh gosh um i guess mostly the characters i really liked that no one in Harry Potter- everyone's kind of morally gray, and I really find that interesting in characters. Like, you know, obviously Voldemort is, like, stark line evil, but then there's just, like, certain points in the film where- or not the films, the, uh, movies- god, come on, (laughs) books, there we go. (laughs) (laughs) There's certain points in the books where everyone kind of just, like, isn't particularly, like, heroic or, like, Villainous, and they find like weird middle grounds, and it just makes characters feel more fleshed out. Yeah, like, I know, I know, Snape's garbage, but he's interesting garbage. So I've always kind of liked watching things that he does because I don't know, it's just interesting that he's morally gray and really terrible, but still also kind of heroic, mm. while well, retaining that garbage aspect.
0: <laughs> oh. Oh, we're gonna dive into some Snape here during this talk. I can guarantee that. I, also, uh, I
1: called him when I was like ten. <laughs> I, I called that whole twist. <laughs> oh,
0: of course, you did. <laughs> um, so, before we dive into Snape, I want to I want to kind of key off of that like uh, that Morley Gray thing. We're given a weird structure with Harry Potter where they start off and just like okay. Here are your defining traits as a person. You're stuck in these pigeonholes forever. Uh, yeah. All Gryffindors are the heroes. All Slytherins are garbage monsters. Mm-hmm. All Ravenclaws are nerds. And who cares about hippogriffs? Hufflepuffs. <laughs> I can't even remember the house name. I was like, huh? is like that line, that line from the Kid musical. What the hell is a Hufflepuff? Um, <laughs> Hufflepuffs are particularly good finders. <laughs> uh, so... They're given these, like, super rigid, like, you are this, be this forever, and then they spend the rest of the time just like, yeah, no, yeah, we're not doing that.
1: Yeah, like, the Gryffindors are always, like, the heroic characters, but, like, in, like, book one, Hermione's using spells against, like, fellow children, and you're like, (laughs) girl, alright, yeah, I guess, I mean, you're doing it for a good reason, but you're still attacking people? Oh my
2: gosh. Yeah.
1: And, you know, Harry straight up uses a spell that he found written down in a book without hesitation. Uh. (laughs) So it's like...
0: Even when he found out what it did, he didn't hesitate to use it again later on. He wasn't just like, oh, wait, no, that's not a Gryffindor thing. I'm not going to touch that. It's just like, nope, that's my go-to now.
1: (laughs) Have, Have you heard the thing where people say that the three mains, even though they're all Gryffindor, they represent the other houses where, like, Harry's Slytherin, Ron's Hufflepuff, and Hermione's Ravenclaw? Yeah, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. I actually,
0: I like that a lot because uh, kind of tying on that, there's there's another theory that every single Gryffindor chose to be in Gryffindor. Like that we only see that from Harry's point of view when he's under the hat, but that to be in Gryffindor, you have to choose Gryffindor. Like that's what makes, that's what defines it for the hat. Huh. That literally every other Gryffindor should have been in a different house, which is like, yeah, no. Huh. Hmm.
1: I can see that actually. Yeah. Yeah. Like a cheat code, except for maybe Neville. I think he earned it.
2: Oh Neville, I love
0: Neville. him. Neville might be like the only true Gryffindor. He's such a sweetheart. I love him. Oh my
2: gosh. Oh Neville.
0: Can can we talk real fast? Can we talk real fast about how uh, Neville absolutely should have been the hero because Harry is an idiot. Uh- <laughs>
1: i don't know i think that would kind of undermine how special neville ended up being though
0: okay
2: i would like to see that more though, about this that would have been a very interesting yeah. <laughs> <laughs> flip it she should uh do that next maybe she should do that if neville was uh Oh. or somebody should write that fan somebody neville probably has read that bottom fan in the thing. oh no i fell down the stairs <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure someone out there wrote a fanfic for Probably. that. Probably. I haven't got too deep Absolutely. into a Harry Potter fanfic yet. I'm kind of scared, but.
1: That's fair.
0: I i mean, look, if you haven't read My Immortal.
2: What's that? Yes.
1: What is that? Yes. Wait, what is that? You, oh my god, go read My Immortal.
0: Shannon, tell her. Give her the footnotes. <laughs> Give her the footnotes. This? Oh my
1: god, where do you start? It's basically someone's self insert Harry Potter oh thing, and, like, there's vampires, there's. Is it like my chem or Good Charlotte always playing in Hogsmeade or something?
0: <laughs> yeah. It's uh, it's the most like of the time, like early 2000s oh goth kid. Self-insert. Yes.
2: Oh my god. Like the main
0: character <laughs> describes herself as like I'm just a dark, tormented beauty. I'm the prettiest girl here. It's like <laughs> someone purple eyes, Bella. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> and black hair. They just her like took like, Bella is from her Twilight name, like, Raven and shoved yeah. It's always it's raven. It's really bad. Oh. Gosh. And I think it's like... Oh my gosh. She's a vampire, of course, and <laughs> she saves everyone. Of course. Uh, <laughs> Malfoy just wants to make out with her the whole time. <laughs> Which Every time I've read that, ever since I've seen the the uh, Team Star Kid, uh, a Very Potter musical, I picture that Malfoy making out with her, and I'm just like, yeah, yeah, that's good. <laughs> that's just perfect
1: that is the best uh that is the best malfoy so oh yeah her name's ebony darkness dementia raven way
2: oh that's where that came from i've seen that around the internet streets <laughs> wow yeah
0: <laughs> so dumb <laughs> oh. all right okay Portia, mm-hmm. tell me something you loved about these books
2: wow um well like i guess like shannon said the characters um i I guess i just like how it kind of just creates like this whole world i like the world building aspect of it it's really interesting i like uh just the whole allure of uh getting on a train and going to a whole different place and it's got like you know this whole set of you know uh food and um you know holidays or you know just i just kind of like that it's very immersive i guess you would say it's very easy to uh, fall into wanting to, Oh, when is my heart? we later getting here. So I think that's probably my favorite part of it (laughs) is the, uh, immersiveness of the world building. Probably.
0: Yeah. Contagious. I think it's probably, it's, it's one of the more recent ones that's really hooked into that kind of like, just, just a little to the left of our world is another super magic, much better. Awesome world. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Where everything just works really well. Like, I, I I'm sure I missed some books in between, but the, like the last time prior to Harry Potter that I felt that, like in a fantasy setting, was like the Chronicles of Narnia. Oh yeah, where it was just like, oh, uh, like I could just go through a closet and be in a magical land of talking animals, where because I'm a human from Earth, I'm just automatically king and everything is perfect.
1: Did you ever close yourself in a wardrobe though?
0: Yes, mm-hmm. we okay, had a cedar <laughs> wardrobe that I would routinely do that in, and my parents hated it. I just played in my closet. We visited um, a
1: friend's house, and I told they did that.
2: <laughs> I just used to close my closet but, door and play with my Barbies. That was about it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, this world is this world is an amazing like mm-hmm. fantasy world. Yeah, that also is just like okay, guys, but come on, if you try like two seconds harder. <laughs> you're making up magic for stuff that's just like that's really specific (laughs) like
2: just use a pin like a quill really use a (laughs) pin
1: yeah there's a few spots where the the, uh, wizarding world could kind of take some influence from muggles (laughs) (laughs) yeah maybe they'd get rid of you know that like magical Hitler way faster if they just like hey muggles look for this guy and if you see him shoot him please thank you right not that hard just
0: a lot of problems would be solved by a rifle from about 400 yards <laughs> pretty much yeah
2: they need to work on the integration aspect <laughs> muggle integration
0: Like you give us dragons <laughs> you can have a gun
1: or like we'll protect you from dragons and then you guys will make you aware of magical threats so you can be prepared and the muggle world doesn't get ruined right.
0: Yeah, that one, like, painting in the Prime Minister's office probably isn't cutting it anymore.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That tripped me out. I was like, wow, the Prime Minister knows about this? Why doesn't everybody know about this? Like, that would have (laughs) made stuff so much easier. You just told one person, tell everybody. The
0: the statute of secrecy is stupid. Stupid. Yep. (laughs) We're we're a little, hopefully, as a people, we're a little bit past, like, the witch-burning phase, but I don't know. 2018's rolled up Oh uh, yeah, that's true <laughs> Garbage fire I'm sure, I'm sure if some Republican could find a witch to burn They would um, I'm sorry, we try not to get political on this podcast <laughs> uh, it's Okay Tell me Tell me something about the Wizarding World That always just like, you look at it and go I want that This one thing, if I could have any one thing I want that thing
1: Oh my
0: gosh A magical pet Okay, a magical pet, yeah
2: I'm fat so I probably I,
1: mostly a blast and because I'm a weirdo and I think those sound really cool
2: <laughs> oh my god those things <laughs> you would
1: it, is, it starts out as a tiny scorpion and then it gets big enough for you to ride I would be unstoppable they blow you in the face or something like
2: that though <laughs> don't they blow up
1: I would make what their tails just their do just don't stand in front of the tail <laughs> Okay. I, like make it a little cozy for its tail <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh my god um <laughs> Um. i probably have to say the food i don't know because i i've always been like a foodie so i just interested in how all that stuff works example, chocolate frogs i'd be interested in seeing how that works and how does that enchanted and pumpkin juice i'm i want to try that that sounds disgusting but i also kind of want to try it at the same time i don't know <laughs> i'd probably be in uh, oh, man, potions you- or something if i was a, a wizard
0: like i love me some pumpkin pie i i I know i make that like from (laughs) scratch it's the best i just i've dealt with pumpkin i you have to do some work to whatever water comes out of one of those to make it tasty
1: i think at the wizarding world of harry potter the thing they give you is it's like a bottle of apple juice and then a little thing of pumpkin that you add to the apple juice and then like shake it up that sucks so it kind of like (laughs) <laughs> cuts how pumpkiny it is.
0: Uh, that's I about guess. the only way I drink it. I've definitely, yeah, I had the butter beer at the studio tour. Oh yeah, which was tried that. Delicious. That was. It's good. so good. Mm. Um, man. Okay, I would have a broom. Just full stop. I would have a broom.
1: I have a fear of falling, so I definitely I'm wouldn't want to fly.
0: Oh
2: yeah. Me Unless too. it was like
1: on an animal, because that's a thing I can trust that I'm not in control of. <laughs>
2: yeah. I'd be scared of doing a Neville and, um, falling out of the sky or whatever in the first little broomstick uh, challenge. That'd be me. (laughs) The minute you started. (laughs) I am so accident prone.
1: (laughs) I just know like a broom is in my control and that's my magic. And I don't trust that. But like, if I'm on a hippogriff, like that hippogriff also doesn't want to fall in the sky. So I'd feel better.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, um, Shannon kind of touched on this a little bit, um, that as the books went on, the books kind of grew along with the age range. Like it started out and I think we can all admit that Philosopher's Stone, Sorcerer's Stone, whatever flavor you prefer, uh, was a really simple book and like yeah. a really simple problem. Uh, that in fairness, like let's let look let's be honest, Harry Dumb and Harry should not have been involved in that particular fight. That shouldn't have even been a book. But he was just like No, but I really hate that greasy teacher. Like, that was the entire that was his entire impetus. He didn't care about he didn't care about Voldemort. He's just like, Yeah, no, but screw Snape, right? Mm.
1: I mean, that does sound like an 11-year-old, though, where it's just like, I'm really mad at this one guy, so I'm gonna spend a whole book just making sure that, like, his life, or at least his day gets ruined.
2: Make sure there are whole 90s kids movies uh, built around that whole concept, so yeah, that sounds like an 11-year-old kid.
0: (laughs) Okay, you're not wrong. Well, we go from that to the last book that has just the craziest bullshit going on in it. Like I know we're not talking about the movies, but you're still not going to convince me that Harry and Hermione did not bang in that tent.
2: Oh yes, and I put that like too, yeah. in the middle
0: of this dark, spooky woods when everyone they know and love might be dead. Like, come on, right? It's, yeah, I did something. There were some more All those hormones, morality questions. Yeah, come on now. Uh come on. Okay, okay. <laughs> Here's a question for you then. Here's a question for you then, Portia. <laughs> did Harry end up with the right person?
2: jenny is okay i don't know i kind of don't see anybody for harry like i never really saw sparks with cho or i mean jenny was okay but i never really shipped it like and then him and her and hermione i don't know nobody's good enough for hermione for me so i just the only one victor oh yeah yeah victor (laughs) victor yeah he's about (laughs) the only person if
0: i have to if i have to ship hermione with anyone it's with jenny I could see that, too. They're the only two that actually make themselves better if they're together. Yeah.
1: Girlfriends. Hermione definitely needed more girlfriends. She did.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Ron is basically like a solid steel beam pulling you down to the bottom (laughs) of the ocean, and Harry's just like that other drowning person who's just like, no, but I want air.
2: (laughs) Gosh, Ron.
0: Ugh.
1: I will say, I I do like Ron as context for Harry's friend because I think as friends, they balance each other and have, they, like, because, like, Harry Harry doesn't have family but has money and Ron has too much family and no money. So it's, like, a nice balance that they get to have. Like, they get to, like, look at each other and see what they want and then, like, you know, be obnoxious teenagers and fight about it and then realize what's wrong and then get better. Yeah,
2: I guess Harry was kind of, like, the Roger to ron weasley's uh t and tamera. like he's always over at his friend's house and don't you have a house no i don't have a house so i'm always at your house i guess <laughs> i guess i like more the concept of ron's family than ron <laughs> i like ron as a package That's deal fair. with the weasleys
0: that that i can 100% get behind because molly and arthur are the best parents in the whole yeah world. uh man it's just like i i always whenever i go in to watch the movies which is a little bit harder, or to reread the books, I have to go, like, okay, Harry and Ron are both sweaty hormonal teenage <laughs> boys. You remember being that, and you remember being just as awful. <laughs> be cool for five minutes. Because <laughs> they're not gonna. <laughs> Especially when book four and five roll around, they're not gonna be cool at all.
1: Yeah, see, I read the, those books when I was that age, so it was a bit easier for me to understand, because, like, i read book four when i was 14 i was like oh i get it
2: yeah was that the book which book was the one um with basically half of the book is i'm trying to get a date to the yule ball that one i was like i love this book that's book four it's so uh yeah relatable. that's four i was like oh yeah that's my favorite yeah. book i like the teenage angst my ver- of it all <laughs> yeah
0: oh that is that is that is the most angsty book for ron and Hermione. yeah And book five is Harry's angst book, where he's just like, no, I hate everyone and everything for no good reason.
1: I I mean, he's 15, I get it.
0: Oh, yeah, that's what a 15-year-old does. No
1: one's one's an actual human being when you're 15.
0: (laughs) That's the book I knew they were going to put
2: Ron and Hermione together, and I just had to accept it. I was like, okay, I guess this is happening, because it's just too many signs pointing to it. So... I was like, okay. I was
0: like, just kiss her. Like, gosh, please. Imagine how many problems in the world would be solved if the two people that should just kiss already would just hurry up and kiss already. <laughs> so many teen movies wouldn't have happened. But you're 16 and you're scared,
2: so. Yeah, there goes their plot right there.
0: Yeah. Oh no, I'm terrified of life and everything and just, I have to be shitty now. <laughs> And it's just made worse because it's like, oh, I'm stuck in a castle tower with this person that I'm crushing on. Fuck.
1: Yeah, I think just like imagine being 15 and you're in high school, but you cannot leave your high school. Like, I would also be an- I'd be a big jerk for an entire book, too. (laughs) Like, look, I had a bad day and I can't get away from it. (laughs) This is awful. You're all gonna suffer.
0: (laughs) I don't- I don't comprehend how private schools like that, like- finishing schools or those like sleepaway schools actually function because I'm just like oh man no people I would either be a hermit or people would die like right. I was, was horrible those... as a teenager it would not have been good
2: yeah
1: then you meet people that went to schools like that and like as soon as they say it, you're like oh everything about you makes sense right now <laughs> <laughs>
0: Like, as much as some media wants you to believe that that place is nothing but just, like, a simmering pot of teenage sexuality, it's just like, no, y'all are just mad all the time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I'd definitely be up
2: in my room all the time. Leave me alone. I'm going into my coverage now. Leave me alone. <laughs> Bad day. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm having a good day. I only hate half the people here. Go away. <laughs> <laughs> um, man. Still, still, look, all that aside, like, I would suffer that for, for magic. Come
1: yeah. On. yeah. I think I'd still have fun, but there'd definitely be, like, a few chapters where, like, hey, I have to go be mad in my room for a week straight, leave me alone.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna take my wand, I'm gonna go out to the Forbidden Forest, and I'm just gonna blow some shit up, nah. don't worry about it. <laughs> it's gonna be okay. <laughs> um, alright, so, so, we're gonna get to a question here, eventually. <laughs> That I'm very excited about, but I want to front end that by mm-hmm. talking about Snape. Because hmm. huh. here's here's the thing: Shannon is right. He is heroic, but it doesn't make up for anything. Like my entire point on Snape is: anytime someone's just like, "Oh, but he got redeemed," it's just like, "Bitch, no, Mm-mm. no, he did not." <laughs> yeah,
2: I don't know. I still kind of like even him want though. That. <laughs>
1: Yeah, like I like him, but I know I have a complicated relationship with yeah. Lightning Snape because I know he's he's not likable. But that's what I like about him that he does the right thing for the wrong reasons and doesn't redeem himself. Yeah. So I'm like, dude, how did you manage to do a nice thing but still come out like an asshole? Right. Like
2: you did what was yeah. right, but you were still trash the whole time
0: while you were doing it. Like, yeah, you get like a half a cookie. Hmm. <sighs> <laughs> you get a half a cookie, but listen, we're still going to be side-eyeing you while we give it to you the whole time, because you walked into the room while Harry was crying and ignored him as a baby. Come on. We'll give
1: you half a cookie, but I'm going to drop it first, and you have to pick ah. it up.
0: And I'm not going to brush it off. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that aside, would either of you ever name any child of yours Albus Severus? Especially no. considering what those two men were like
1: no all of his children should be named hagrid or <laughs> arthur <laughs> I, I would dude.
0: accept james sirius yeah, but yeah. only yeah. if your firstborn was named arthur what about remus yeah sirius, you know like
1: remus? his yeah his dead dad and his dead dad's two best friends that are also dead like hey maybe name people after them
0: <laughs> dude like also- look, arthur remus is a perfect name for the two guys who are actually like dads to you in this entire series. You can see the little brat. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. He, like I can forgive him when he's a child, but like you have to get over that hump, and then around like when you're 24, be like, oh, oh, I was, I was awful. <laughs> okay, I get it. I'm gonna fix me now.
0: <laughs> Do the work. Do the oh, work. It's a. Uh, it it kind of goes back to that whole like the books growing. Mm-hmm. Like, that, that epilogue, you can feel that that she wrote that way at the beginning of that series and just never bothered to address it. It's just like, come on, you're better than that. Yeah. You've demonstrated that in these last couple books. Come on.
1: <laughs> yeah, like, I get him having an attachment to Snape, but not like, you know, like, maybe name like a cat Snape or something, or like a dog, but not like your child.
2: Right. Still hated him about, like almost six and a half years out of the whole time you were there. Like, come on now. You did one thing, now he can be your kid's namesake. I don't get it. But Yeah, like, go
0: cool motive,
1: here. dude. Still child <laughs> abuse.
0: Yeah. And, look, if he had named a dog, Severus, can you imagine how annoyed Snape would have been by that? Like, no, no, no. no. <laughs> That's your dumb godfather. I'm not a dog. <laughs> Ugh oh man okay okay we're gonna go around we're gonna go around again here so uh shannon tell me mm-hmm. something else you loved about these books oh wait no 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 we did love tell me something you hate about these books oh god we're gonna punch these books for a minute like i know we've been doing that but look if
1: Everything you love something
0: that- <clears throat> punch it free
1: Everything I hate about the book is kind of more specific instead of like big and overarching. Like there's just like parts of the book that bother me and upset me. But I don't know. I like to. Sometimes I'm unreasonable, but most times I like to think I'm pretty reasonable and I can at least <laughs> see why they did things. So I try to not get too cranky. Okay.
0: So. But um, there's definitely
1: a lot of stuff that's still like stupid and forced in this books. So.
0: Yeah. Okay. Uh. Let's uh. Let's zoom in on the ones that I think are gonna have some of the worst. Uh book four or five. So uh Well four is my favorite Fire book. or Order of the Phoenix. Okay.
2: I was gonna say I don't know you know, i only read the books once. I don't know all the names that by heart was everything. <laughs> I
0: was like, which one is that? Okay. Like, Okay, Order of the Phoenix, okay. Yule Ball book and Really Angry Harry book. Okay. Um, I guess
1: I do hate Umbridge a lot, but I like that she's there as a character because it brings something interesting to in the world. It's just she does make my skin crawl every time she talks.
0: <laughs> oh, she is the worst teacher anyone has ever had. <laughs> like, I think I think all of us could probably point to it like, uh, maybe not a teacher, but like a substitute that just like, you met them and knew that they hated children and hated teaching, but they did this anyways. Yeah. Ugh. Oh, that one person in your life who's been unreasonable about everything for no good reason.
2: Yep.
1: My music teacher, who was named Miss Music, she <laughs> fell down a, a hill once and broke her leg and, like, it was in the middle of field day and all the kids just laughed at her because that's how
0: popular she was. Oh. <laughs> the hills were alive with the screams of music. Um.
2: <laughs> Oh, the heels are not alive the music. To anyone
0: named music in the audience right now. <laughs> um okay, Shannon, so besides Umbridge, cuz look, she's a she's there yeah. on purpose to be hated. What did you <laughs> hate about like what actually made you just like No, that's bad though.
1: Oh. Remus and Tonks dying off screen. That's bullshit. Yeah. Um, was, Remus is my favorite character and like that like I know that there were characters that had that that had to happen to them. And not everyone can get a big, glorious death. But it just. It felt terrible. Yeah. And not in the way that, like, it felt on purpose terrible. It felt terrible and lazy.
0: Yeah. No, I I didn't get that. Yeah. It's. um, Remus deserved better. Right. Yeah. I'm I'm glad he had Tonks, because that was a really well done love story in a book, in a series that needed some. Yeah. Because. Heaven knows the main ones we got were not oh, yeah. great. Um, <laughs> Aww. And watching two adults actually like struggle with their feelings was really nice to see. Yeah.
1: yeah. I just remember, like, anytime I get to that part in the book, it just feels very much like Harry just stepping over them. Be Like, oh, well, that happened. I was like, well, one of Malfoy's cronies got a glorious death. How did Remus die off screen? Yeah.
2: Must be some kind of a uh, note about, you know, what did they say? Uh, everybody dies blah 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 you know everybody can't have a glorious death but you know he deserved one he was like the best teacher we're yeah. talking about the worst teacher he was the best teacher they ever had in the uh the Defense of yeah. dark arts yeah absolutely
1: and he was always there for harry and like was really positive and like supportive and like even to the point where like you know even when Harry was kind of being a jerk and, like, sneaking, he'd be like, hey, I'll still help you out, do that. But I'll also be nice when you, like, and tell you to do other nicer things. <laughs>
2: yeah. I need, a, I need that on a shirt. Remus deserved better. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> All right, Portia, your turn. What one thing just really did you hate in these books?
2: Oh, me? Um. Yep. Probably, um, well, probably has more to do with JK than anything, but, like, past, like... Okay, you say you have all this representation, but that's after the fact. Okay, oh, Dumbledore was gay, but where was the context in that? Oh, you know, she always yeah. comes up with these things after. Oh, this person was this and that. Like, give us some evidence. Be groundbreaking. I, I think that kind of bothers me. Like, I guess we were talking about the whole thing. It's
1: definitely not helped in the movies either. Yeah.
2: No. And the whole diversity thing. Just bring put more color in the book, J.K. <laughs> Don't We always have to headcanon all these people to be different things. Just give us more explicit, uh, you know, explicit descriptions. <laughs> it's important for little kids. Yeah, I,
1: can, <laughs> I feel you on that one. Because, like, from what the book says, there's basically only, like, one Asian person and maybe three black people in all of Hogwarts.
2: Uh, there's Dean. And Hermione is always black to me. So i will be Hermione. Uh, Lavender is Black, or she was black in the movie, I guess. Um, who else? Until in, uh, she was Blaze. white, until
0: she wasn't, until she got recast. Oh, yeah, oh, God. yeah,
1: until she had speaking lines.
0: Oh, what Lee Jordan,
1: uh, then A- Blaze Angelica. Oh, yeah,
2: Angelica, yeah. But yeah, yeah. we shouldn't have to, like, you know, right, make sorry. these people black. We should I guess there's know five that or they're six, black. Then.
1: <laughs>
2: there should be more
1: people, yeah. and then there's two Indian students right. and then one
2: Asian girl, right? Well, so yeah, I know there's you know, there's not all white people in England, JK. Come on now. Yeah, I've been to London. It's a very diverse town. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it really is.
2: I've not been to London. All eh? right. Oh, right. <laughs> Home. It's
0: a very weird, good town. World traveler, guys. It <laughs> is. <laughs> um. Man. Okay, okay. Here's what I hated. Quidditch ah. oh. why though why Why were so many of those first few books taken up within yes. Quidditch who cares
2: that whole book about the tournament I did um, not care at all I was like oh my god when is this over with <laughs> please I don't care about the tournament I'll, uh, <laughs>
1: I'll, I'll be in defense of, Qu- of Quidditch I actually didn't mind it because it just felt like you know kids at school they're like into football or lacrosse or something and it's just kind of what they do because you need something I don't know, they gave Harry a way to, like, be good at something that he gets to be good at, just, like, as a person, instead of just, like, someone's, like, oh, it's because, like, you got this wand that has this thing in it. And he's just like, no, Quidditch is me. It's my body doing all this cool stuff. Yeah. Okay. And it's also, like, a connection to his dad, because his dad was a seeker.
2: I suppose, yeah. But, I don't know, I just felt like it was going to be such a big part of the story. It should have been more integrated into the whole story. It just kind of felt like... She just wanted to make something that she could profit off after the books got big or something like that. I don't know. That's just my (laughs) personal thing. Like, I don't know, just fold it more into the story, put it more into the, the storylines instead of just kind of just plopping Mm -hmm. it in there. At least that's how it felt to me.
0: I mean, I look, I I would agree. Like I either don't have it or make it important, Mm -hmm. I guess is my, my deal. Uh, but also, like, look, if EA Sports came out with a video game that was Quidditch 2018, yeah, I'd play the mess out of that. <laughs> I'm fine with that deal.
1: Uh, the way I look at it, it's probably just like, uh, it's just a sport. It's not like it has to be integral to, like, your life development. It's just a thing you yeah. like.
2: I understand it a little bit more than football, so I guess that's good. At least it's, in- it's understandable. <laughs> yeah.
1: I don't know, it just felt like cool world building to me. Yeah. Like, I can see where people hate it, and it does take up a lot of books, but, like, I don't know, the world would feel emptier if it was gone. That's true. That's
0: true. And you do get a lot of interesting stuff built around that. Like, the Quidditch World Cup is still one of my favorite bits of any of these books. Yeah. Like, going and seeing just how bonkers magic is outside of the bounds of Hogwarts, like... Man, those people nuts. Yeah, I
2: did like seeing yeah. that. How did they uh, cloak the whole stadium? And that was pretty cool, yeah. So, yeah, I'll agree with that. It was nice to see it happening outside uh, of the oh world.
0: Man. Yeah. Anytime, anytime that we got to go outside of Hogwarts, yeah. it was really good. Like, removing it from that really controlled setting mm-hmm. and kind of getting to watch how magic actually interacts with the real world is some of Rawlings' best writing happens there. Yeah. Like, the scenes where Ron, Harry, and Hermione are on the run in the woods. And, like, the magic just has to be their world, and it has to interact and work and actually, like, function. Yeah. And it's not safe anymore. That's spectacular stuff.
2: Even seeing how they had to uh, maneuver to go to see um, Arthur in um, the hospital and how the place looked like an old Mm -hmm. department store that was pretty cool too so yeah i like to see how how they maneuver around in the muggle world with the magic when they have no choice
0: (laughs) yeah okay we're gonna we're gonna start wrapping wrapping down on this this convo um here's here's what we want to do we're with, with the new fifth draw style where we don't really have some specific points that we hit, uh, i like to end now by giving you all kind of a, a question. Let's see. What's today's gonna be? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. You get a chance to put in something into the Harry Potter canon. Mm. So something you can make up right now becomes a true fact in the Wizarding World what is it and why <laughs> whoever's ready go
1: would would dumbledore actually being gay be too easy of a reach cuz hey that'd be nice if that actually had context
0: <laughs> and and anything more than just like a a side little tweet or pottermore message from jk rowling about it
1: yeah it'd be nice if it was more explicit in the 7th book that like hey this is my ex and we broke up because he started ruining <laughs> the world
0: and then we kind of oh, yes. we kind of had to fight a little bit <laughs> yeah Okay, while y'all are thinking, let me just say this. If that fight with Grindelwald happens in a poorly lit field in the rain, I'm going to be so mad.
1: <laughs> How else are they going to hide the CGI?
0: I don't know anything about Grindelwald, I mean...
2: really. I'm so lost. I haven't read Fantastic that... Beasts or anything like that.
1: Well, the Fantastic Beasts book is just, it's literally just a textbook. Oh, okay.
0: Well, there's also like a book that's a collection of the script, uh, but that's yes. hard to read. It's like the Cursed Child <laughs> book, uh, yeah, which is also bad. And we're not talking about because it doesn't okay. exist. <laughs> you don't uh, like
1: canon fanfiction?
0: No, it's very bad. Because <laughs> guess what? Guess what, guys? I don't know if you knew this, but idiot Harry turns out to be a very bad dad, which is the most untrue thing about Harry ever.
1: Yeah, I feel like if Harry's gonna nail anything, it's gonna be being a dad because he never got to have oh. one.
0: Yeah, he's go. He's gonna have to live up to like his imagined dad and his imagination of what life was serious was gonna be like. like yeah. that's what he would model being a dad after. <laughs> I guess that's what I'm doing. Is I'm my <laughs> addition to the Harry Potter canon is to say the cursed child doesn't exist. Oh, okay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I guess I won't read it then. I think it the only upside.
0: <laughs> I guess the only upside in its defense is that the stage play cast Hermione yeah. as a very proud, powerful black Again. woman who just does not take shit mm. from Ron. Uh, I,
2: guess I, I guess I come up with something. Um, I guess I'll just add the diversity, like the explicit diversity. Like, let's get some black student unions in there. Let's get some some, some Asians in there. Let's get everybody in there. <laughs> I think that's probably what I'll have.
1: Yeah, make Hermione black and make Harry biracial Yeah, Oh, Indian. that's my so favorite like hick that canon, that, version of yeah, Harry. Yeah,
2: he's a half Indian. I love that hick canon yes let's do that <laughs> that's mine <laughs> i'm taking it. dig that
0: yeah yeah i i am enjoying your uh your black wizarding tweets Portia. those are oh yeah those have been fantastic Hashtag
1: black wizard History. also dean and seamus need to be fans yes. i mean because it already nice. is but like again just yeah
2: just didn't say they say it. they always played them like they were a couple yeah oh yeah oh yeah they did
0: uh, Shannon, is is can that be like a spiritual sequel to uh, Red and to uh, Red and Blue? The very yes. best. Oh
1: my god! <laughs> I'll just retell the Harry Potter story, but from their point of view, where they're just like having a nice date in the background while everything else is happening.
0: As long as you include that everything Seamus touches has to explode in his <laughs> face. I mean. <laughs>
1: I tried to get David to do a couple's Halloween costume with me where he could be Dean and I could be Seamus, oh. but he was like, no, I want to be Hermione. I'm like, that's adorable, okay. You'll be
0: Hermione. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so cute. That's pretty great. I mean, did that make you have to be Ron? Because then I feel sad. Oh, that's funny.
1: No, I didn't. No, that was when I was Lucy. Uh-oh. Okay. Oh. He also refused to get a wig. And I was like, "You can't be Hermione without the hair." He's like, "Well, then I guess I'll just be a Gryffindor student. Just pretend I'm Hermione." <laughs> Spoiler <for you>. alert!
0: <laughs> He's just Hermione now, post Black Panther, and she wanted to rock that bald look. It's fine. Yeah. Um. Okay. <laughs> Man, this was fun. This was a fun convo. This was good times. I'm gonna have y'all two back on to talk about the movies later, after Portia gets the chance to go see them. uh they're fine Dumbles 2.0 is very angry and i don't know why yeah uh
1: they're fun companion pieces
0: yes a good entry point and then you can be like here's the real stuff though (laughs) yeah (laughs) so shannon where can Mm -hmm. people find you out in the wider world
1: um you can follow me on Twitter at Shannon Maynor. Uh you can support me on Patreon at patreon.com/shannonmayer. Um I have a art blog that's shannonmayerart.tumblr.com. Um I have a store that's shannonmayerart.storenv.com. Uh I think that's it. Anything else I have is probably easy to find on my Twitter so just go there.
0: And uh where can people find your uh the very best red blue fan comic?
1: Uh what's the uh, I think the easy URL is, um, gum.co slash the very best.
0: If you like, if you like Pokemon at all, you should go get Heck that. Portia, you. where can people find you on the internet? Um,
2: pretty much I'm on Twitter most of the time at, uh, darkskindaria. Uh, I think that's dark, that's skint with a T. So, uh, yeah, Skinner, okay. Yeah, um... Yeah, find my fan art, my, you know, live tweeting and everything like that. That's about 80% of what I do, so. And, uh, oh, I'm working on a podcast project with um, Artly, so, uh, you know,
0: look out for that. <laughs> It'll be on my Twitter when it's ready. Awesome. When it comes out, we will announce that as well. Oh, that's, uh, that's a rocking good time. You can find us on the internet at fifthdraw.com, follow us on Twitter at fifthdraw, or email us at social at fifthdraw.com. You can follow me on Twitter at Matt Hoodley. If you enjoyed this episode, why not give us a rating and a review, or maybe tell a friend. Getting the word out helps us immensely. Our music is Arcade Montage by Lee Roosevelt and can be found at the Free Music Archive. That's all for this week. We hope you'll join us next week for another episode. And hey, thanks for listening. (laughs)